Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Laramie Tunsil and Shaq Mason, they're at practice. So veteran off days for them. They are on the field. Uh, uh, Laramie Tunsil, Shaq Mason. We'll keep an eye on the other stuff. We'll keep you updated here on In The Loop on Sports Radio 610. We talk a lot about the two most prominent faces uh, in this city and for this Texans, this this era of Texans football, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. And often when you talk about matchups, you, you, you say, I say, not separating uh, you from me, you say C.J. Stroud versus Lamar Jackson. And a well-actually guy like Aaron Rodgers will say, well, we don't actually step on the field at the same time. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. But we'll play that game because it's actually going to be D'Amico Ryans who's going to be in charge of stopping Lamar Jackson. Here Mm -hmm. is D'Amico Ryans talking about the task ahead of stopping one of the most productive quarterbacks in the NFL uh, the last half decade or so. Throw as many things at Lamar as you want to, but he finds a way to make plays. That's what makes him a special player. No matter what type of looks he's gotten on tape, Right, he's made a ton of teams play pay because of just his playmaking ability. Right, he's seen a lot, made a lot of plays, so it's going to be a challenge no matter what we present or what we throw at him. All right, yeah, it will be. However, it's easier in the playoffs. Don't ask me why. There's a gray area. I'm I'm sure Ravens fans might have a gray area for me. Maybe you're blaming the system. Um, maybe there's specific situations that happened over the course of the game. Maybe there's some injuries that we didn't pay a lot of attention to. But regardless, Lamar Jackson's 1-3 in in the playoffs. His completion percentage drops nearly 10%, and his QBR drops nearly 30 points in the playoffs. So as hard as it is to stop Lamar Jackson and as as difficult of a task it is, as much as it might keep D'Amico Ryans up at night, unlike C.J. Stroud, he doesn't play his best ball in the postseason, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. What do I make of that? Uh, you you make of it that there is something to it. it, it, it the, because this isn't just four games; it's four games over four years, right? It, no, four games over three years, I think, in, in, in the postseason. But either way, uh, there's something there. It, it, maybe it's something that can be erased, you know, overnight and in this game. But that quarterback rating just keeps speaking to me. 
68.3 from 98 career in the regular season. Yeah. That's a 30-point drop. That, that That's speaking to me. And, and what it's saying is he plays the game differently. The game affects him differently. The chaos that's around him, um, maybe he thinks too much. Maybe he's uh, bothered trying to do too much. He, he, you know, this thing is just compounding itself. Are you ever going to get to a Super Bowl? Uh, that You know, I, I, can't, I can't say enough the difference between the things that C.J. Stroud – is saying and the things that Lamar Jackson is saying are reflective of this. CJ Stroud keeps going back to, man, it's just about this game. I'm just trying to make, you know, we know what he said. Lamar Jackson is being asked about Super Bowls, about uh, playoff disappointments, about getting past the Texans and and what lies ahead of him. Uh, it's it, it's really something that is just com- kind of compounding himself that he hasn't gotten done yet in the playoffs. You want perspective on this? Yes, sir. So, a 68.3 rating at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. which is what Lamar Jackson's been in the playoffs. He's 98 uh, in the regular season for his career, which would be just, ju- if you just took his career rating, it would be eighth in the NFL. It would be eighth in the NFL this year. Ju- his career rating, mm-hmm. if you just put that behind this year, like th- th- this season, it would be eighth in the NFL. You know what sixty eight point three would be? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like this, yeah. Because people, I want to know. People hear these numbers, and you probably say, ah, "What the hell does that mean, Landry?" Mm-hmm. All right, sixty eight point three is his rating in the playoffs. Four games, by the way. Mm-hmm. Four games. That would be fifty first in the NFL behind Bailey Zappi, who had a sixty eight point eight this season. It would be just ahead of Jeff Driscoll in his Ooh. one start, who had a sixty three point nine. The only quarterbacks who've had a, who have a worse all this season, the only the only quarterbacks in the NFL this season who have worse than a 68.3 rating are Jeff Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll, Trevor Simeon, Case Keenum, Tim Boyle, P.J. Walker, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Brian Hoyer, Brett Rippon, and Blaine Gabbert. No. That's it. That's how bad Lamar Jackson has been in the playoffs. And, and it's hanging over him. He's he's thrown five interceptions in in those four playoff games. He's been sacked nineteen times in those four playoff games. He's thrown for over two hundred yards just once. He's thrown for under three hundred two hundred two hundred yards three times in those playoff games. But and you're saying, well, he, you know, he's a he's a volatile weapon uh, as a runner. He is, uh, he absolutely is. But you're throwing for under two hundred yards in a playoff atmosphere with five interceptions and nineteen sacks. That is hanging over him, and I, and I think it's something that. Clearly, you know, he is bothering him and affecting him. And he's not the only one who this has happened to. I mean, this a lot of quarterbacks have had to overcome mm-hmm. this, such a thing. But, I mean, those types of numbers don't really lie. That's kind of – I mean, that's that's quite a lot. Yeah. There. And, and on the other hand, you have C.J. Stroud, who you feel pretty good about. By the way, his offensive line, just tuning in, offensive lineman back at practice. Yeah. So he has that going for him. Yeah, I'm not worried about all that stuff. Uh, I, I think they're going to be good to go. Uh, C.J. Stroud, give me his uh, quarterback rating regular season to postseason because that's another. That's the opposite side now, of this. For the sake of this, I'm going to count the Colts game as a playoff game because it was win or go home. It goes from 100.8 to 145.5 in yeah. those two games. Yeah. 145.5, so it goes up. Completion percentage goes up 10%. So he elevates his play when it matters most. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's 
it's something that he it, it's a weight that he has to overcome it's a hurdle that he has to overcome and it you you're not human if it's not on your mind you know and that's something that maybe the Texans uh, clearly will feed on you know we talked earlier about that they're the Texans have clearly have talked to guys like Kyle Shanahan or Clint Kubiak or Mike McDaniel about some of the success that the the Ravens defense had against um, this offense. Well, D'Amico's going to be looking at a lot of that stuff too over the years with whether it was a different coordinator or not with the the ways that you've you've been able to frustrate Lamar Jackson this way. You you absolutely are going to be looking at that because clearly these game plans have worked and on top of that, it's kind of gotten in his head a little bit, I think. I think. Maybe not, but I think so. Maybe maybe it's as simple as the new offensive coordinator fixes all the problems. Yeah. And they figure it out. Who knows? Yeah. We'll hear from Bobby Slowick uh, today. Bobby Slowick in high demand. D- does the possibility of losing Bobby Slowick worry you? D- do you worry about the possibility of losing Bobby Slowick? I know you've called it a winning tax, but is it – do you kind of take a, a step or two back if someone has to – replace Bobby Slowick next year. Yeah, it worries me. Uh, as much as I, you know, it's kind of the cost of doing business, it does worry me because we don't know. We don't, We, you know, we, we, we know he's a success. We know we've seen him, you know, run circles around defensive coordinators. We saw it Saturday. Uh, I mean, it was a thing of beauty. It was a clinic that he put on. Well, the next guy might be awesome, whether it's, Draw Johnson or, or somebody else from outside the organization or whomever. We don't know. Well, we, we don't know if they're going to have this kind of success. So, yeah, it's a worry, but that's just one of those things you got to take. I mean, <laughs> that's the price. Practice update as expected. Guys are uh, coming back. Andrew Beck, practicing. Jerry Hughes, no go. Shaq Mason and Tunsil, practicing. Sheldon Rankins and Blake Cashman, practicing Anderson, Grenard, and Malik Collins all look limited. Keep an eye on that D-line. Uh, and then Mechie, Perriman, and Woods, uh, they're good to go. So th- th- the D-line right now is something to keep an eye on. Anderson, Grenard, Malik Collins, uh, I anticipate those guys have been light the last couple of weeks. Uh, I anticipate those guys being ready to go. Yeah, I, I don't – I'm not – I'm not thinking they're going to miss any time. They're, they're all going to be on the field. The only one who won't be, it looks like, uh, would be Jerry Hughes, and there's no guarantee on that. Uh, you know, everybody else, I mean, you can't ask for a better, you know, practice report than what the, what you're seeing today. Rankins left that game. Tunsil left that game, but they both uh, mm-hmm. ended up uh, coming right back in. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, good I, for them, good for the Texans, good for C.J. Stroud. Uh, the offensive line is is clearly just different now too. So when we talk about what uh, what this team is going to do offensively against a defense that has really shut down the the West Coast offense, this Shanahan offense, uh, smacked I, around the Dolphins and yeah. smacked around the Forty ers Yeah, yeah. I, I think this offensive line um, is is going to be huge in this game, obviously. But I I also think they're going to be able to run the ball. They're Which just is crazy. Sling it. Yeah, I'm crazy. not worried about the offensive line. That was like the biggest worry You're all year long. You're not worried about them being able to run the pill? I'm really not. Uh, I'm really not. Even in those games that, that were romps uh, in the Ravens' favor, they gave up a 100-yard rusher in both games. Uh, so I think they're gonna you're going to have success running the ball. It's just a matter is, see, Brock Purdy threw four interceptions and then Tua threw two interceptions. That's something that C.J. Stroud doesn't do. 
So I think that's where they're going to they're going to have a difference, you know, have an impact. And then you got Buffalo and KC on the other side of things. Mm-hmm. To kind of sit back and watch and figure that one out. Man, Ron was was upset with you yesterday about saying yeah, that. I don't care about Chiefs talk. That's that's for them. <laughs> no, no, I don't care that, about that, Chiefs that talk. you said that uh, uh, Josh Allen was playing better football was better than Mahomes this year. He's playing better, he and is. he's at home. Yeah. I mean, he's at home. I respect the hell out of Mahomes. Yeah, he's but at home. Mahomes hadn't had to win a big playoff game on the road. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. So this is like is is Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback that I've seen in. Uh, like when he's at his best in my lifetime, I'm including Tom Brady. Like mm-hmm. at his best, that's like the at best. the position, that's the best I've seen. Yeah. Does that mean he's the goat? No, but 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 as far as at his best, he's the best. But at, in this situation, with the way that they're both playing, Josh Allen at home, Josh Allen, I think the Bills have the quarterback advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's like crazy to say. No, it's not. Just like I think the Texans have the quarterback advantage. I, I've talked myself into. Uh, I I didn't. I, I want to show the appropriate amount of respect for Lamar Jackson. They have the quarterback advantage. The Texans. They do. Yes. They I, have the I, they I have the they QB do. advantage. I would not. I, I would. I like what the Texans have right now. If you told me I could switch Lamar Jackson and C.J. Stroud, I would say no thanks mm-hmm. at this point. And that's not even a long-term thing. That's not a contract thing. That's not a futures thing. That's not anything. With everything that we've laid out, the more that you've dove into the numbers, the what, the more you look at – the playoff trends, the more you look at what C.J. Stroud has done, what he's meant to this team, the way they gravitate around him. Do, the Ravens have the better squad. Uh, Lamar Jackson is is one of the best regular season quarterbacks of my life. I would be happy for Lamar Jackson if he won a Super Bowl. If the Ravens beat the Texans, I'll be rooting for Lamar Jackson to get his Super Bowl uh, and shake them haters off. But I've talked myself into believing that the Texans have the quarterback advantage when right so- now. When somebody calls a quarterback special – what does that tell you? To me, to me, what they you know, and we we've heard that a hundred times already from inside the building, opponents, everything. C.J. Stroud just is special. They're not talking about special talent, you know. I mean, they are, but that's not what they're referring to there. They're saying that you know he's different. He's special uh, because you can talk about Lamar Jackson and say he's got he, he he's he's got special talent. He's more than just talent. You know he's he's really you know a, a special player, uh, etc. But when someone says he's special, that means it goes beyond you know what the numbers say. Yeah, and they yeah. can say it, but you've seen it. Yes, yes. Like the the thing is that you've seen it, mm-hmm. you've witnessed it. Yeah. So you see that. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference, and I I'm with you. I I I I, I said it Monday. I can't bet against it. Yeah, and I like to be sensitive to, you know, I like to be sensitive to the way in which Lamar Jackson is is spoke of because th- there always seems to be an absolute when he loses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's not unique. Like even the most prototypical quarterbacks have gone through it, where they can't. Yeah, but for they him, they move the, the goalpost. Well, the, goal, the goalpost gets moved yeah. when it comes to the hate. But it's but it's like it's it's that's not an indictment on his style. It's an indictment on his performance. Yeah, just like it was for Peyton Manning before he finally got over that hump. Mm-hmm. And hell, they were down twenty-one nothing to the Patriots uh, the year that Peyton Manning got over that hump and then got to face the Bears. Mm-hmm. So I don't like. I, I have no problem saying maybe maybe I've talked myself into it. Maybe I'm just gassed up. Maybe I'm just like feeling the vibes around here. I think the Texans have the quarterback advantage on Saturday. Sue me. Look, they they love Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about teammates uh, in Baltimore. They they love what he can bring the team. But it's different here. Like teammates, just sort of like, like, 
they're in a cult or something. Like they just believe that everything that 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 CJ Stroud does is going to lead to a win. Like, and there's a difference there. Like, like they, they just believe in him. Now, I'm not, that's not to say that in Lamar in Baltimore they're not following Lamar and believe that he can he can be a great quarterback. But it's a different. It's like the special thing. They just believe in C.J. Stroud differently, and it goes through the whole building. And that's going to be a big difference for years, not just uh, this Saturday. Who knows what happens? Uh, I think we uh, we can all agree though the best is uh, ahead uh, for C.J. Stroud and the Texans again. Everyone full go at practice except Jerry Hughes. He is out. Don't a- don't anticipate seeing Jerry Hughes play. Uh, and then you have Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard, Malik Collins. Uh, they're limited. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, we'll give you the latest if, if something comes down when it comes to those guys' uh, availability. Uh, someone brought up on the uh, on the text line, 713-572-4610. It's pretty wild that John Lopez is wearing a fishing shirt and Figgy's wearing like a damn Eskimo outfit (laughs) in there. This is like a different uh, Texans are they got the weather in Baltimore, 30 degrees, a little windy, kind of like what we got here. Figgy's wearing a jacket in the studio. Yeah, Figgy's got a real thick jacket in there. (laughs) It's actually not a thick jacket. It's a light jacket. Figgy's got a Tennessee Titans jacket on and Lopez has a uh, a fishing shirt on. He's got an Oilers jacket on. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he's got an (laughs) Oilers jacket on. Anybody has got, the, he's got, the, 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 got the Tennessee jacket on. The ski hoodie kind of thing, too. The Pooh Shiesty mask. That, there you go. Yeah. That. Yeah, that. That. That, yeah. that Pooh Shiesty thing. How'd you not know real that? ones know that one. <laughs> I, well, I'm not real. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I guess I'm not real. How did you not know that? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> Coming up, lunchtime confessions. Feeling good about a lot of things, uh, including. The quarterback, the coach, and the play caller. But but there's one fear heading into Saturday that I just cannot escape. Can you please help me? Lunchtime confessions coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Watch this. These are my confessions. 
Lunchtime confessions. We confess our sins to you, the loophole. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Some of these confessions have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower during lunchtime confessions. It is time to confess. I think I might have uh, got a little violated this morning in terms of uh, personal space. How's that? So I'm riding the the elevator, and there's this woman. It's just me and this other woman in the elevator, and she's holding her camera in front of her like she's texting, and then she turned it toward me, and I could see it out of the corner of my eye, and took a picture. Probably because you look goofy as hell. I wasn't going to say anything, but probably because you look goofy <laughs> as hell, honestly. I think she was just a big fan, or maybe her husband no. uh, or boyfriend's a big fan. I think it's because you look silly. No, I, How do I look silly? Because you're wearing cool. a black undershirt under a fishing shirt. It yeah. looks dumb. It looks badass. It looks terrible. It looks badass. You should not, like, you normally don't rock the undershirt, but I think she was just making fun of the fact that you're wearing a fishing shirt with a black undershirt. No, I, I, I That's think, my guess. I think she was a fan. Or her husband was a fan, boyfriend, whatever. But all you gotta do is say, "Hey, can I take a picture?" But she, but what if she's, what if the reason she took the picture I look was good, because Figgy? you look weird? Don't I look good, Figgy? Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> be a hundred percent honest. I, I don't, I don't know about the long sleeve undershirt under the fishing shirt though. Yeah, it's rough. I think, I think the fishing all, shirt, the collars, the fishing like, shirt is cool. Yeah. yeah. No, a fishing shirt's his thing. He pulls. Very few people can pull off a fishing shirt like John Lopez, but he's wearing a it, wearing it, an undershirt. I think it looks cool, man. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what she was doing. Maybe she thought it was so look cool. At this guy. No, I think maybe she thought it was so cool. Like, wow, look at this handsome fella. <laughs> she probably took a picture like, man, this guy on the elevator stinks. Look, look at this, this look at this handsome fella. <laughs> look at this dude wearing an under a black. <laughs> look at this effing guy. <laughs> I can't escape my fear of Jalen Petrie negatively impacting a game for the Texans. There's a lot of things I feel good about. Hell, I talked myself uh, yeah. into and I gassed myself up by saying, I, I feel the Texans have the quarterback advantage in this game. I can't escape this Jalen Petrie fear. I cannot. And then I hear D'Amico Ryan's talking about Kyle Hamilton. I'm like, damn, what could have been? Oh, boy. What could have been? Beggars can't be choosers. Nick Casario's done his thing. But there was talk about Kyle Hamilton uh, when they ended up with Kenyon Green. Uh, they ended up with Jalen Petrie. I, Who would you rather have? Come on. I cannot quit my fear, my healthy fear, of Jalen Petrie having a significant negative impact on this squad. I want to. I just can't. He right hasn't now. turned a game. I can't, Most I can't safeties that are, you know, at, at a high level, they will impact and turn some games. And he hadn't done it. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say you're wrong. Can't do it. Speaking of the Texans, they've only done this once. I think Derek Stingley is going to shadow Odell Beckham Jr. And I think it would be a smart play. The proven guy, a big play guy. I think Zay Flowers is really, really good. But also a young player experiencing the, the, the playoff here for the first time. It worked, man. It worked so good. And Derek Stingley is so good. I think Derek Stingley is going to do with Odell Beckham Jr., what he did with Amari Cooper. That might be one of the, the, the big things that they're they're going to stick with now, from now on. What about Flowers? I, Flowers I think Flowers the better young player. player. They're about, it's almost like Flowers. Yeah, is the I was about guy. to say, I would stick him well, on yeah, Flowers. I would, I remember, would rather him follow Flowers. Well, remember, we, I, I brought this up with McLean, 
and he kind of talked me into Odell Beckham Jr. just because of the experience and the size and and big play and all that stuff. Zay Flowers is young, and and maybe that's something that you can, you know, you you can work with, you know, as a secondary, because Derek Stingley's going to take somebody out. I think it'll be Odell Beckham. Man, I love how much coaching searches and like mock drafts are just a scroll through for me right now. We'll get there. We'll get there. Ho- hopefully later rather than sooner. But like on my on my timelines, whenever I see like mock draft talk or coach search talk, it's just a scroll through. Like mm-hmm. it's it's nothing to me. Doesn't mean anything to me at all. I don't I don't even like it's a nugget when we go around the NFL. It's maybe a nugget in the hits. Yeah. But it was something that we focused on, hell, for a large portion of, of seasons, uh, it seems like, the last few years. But I, I got to confess, it is such a lovely feeling not really caring about coaching searches and not really caring about the draft that much and Dude. just focusing on actual games. It is. You don't even really – like, I'm I'm of the opinion that you don't have to worry about coaching. You're, yeah, maybe Slowick will, as you said, will get there. But you really don't have to worry about, like – Oh my God! What are they going to do at the key position? They're all set, man. Like they're all set because of that. Watch this. These are my confessions. I, Figgy. No, this is. Uh, I'm. I'm being dead serious. He's been a. He's been a Houston guy for yeah. for a couple of years now. Like yeah. oh, more than a couple of years. Yeah. Like he. You know. He. He grew up. Where's in, this going? He grew up in yeah, Cleveland. I have no idea. He grew up in Cleveland, and a lot of times people come down here, and you know they kind of. Figgy today officially became a full-fledged, if he wasn't already, Houstonian. Why? What did that do? He is dressed like an Eskimo. Bro, he's been doing <laughs> that since he got here. He is dressed. Dude, this dude has been doing that since he got here. Like an Eskimo. No, my man, if, 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 if it's 40, he is bundled. He does not like 40 degrees might as well be 40 he below. Does not but like you know cold. what? I feel like living in Houston, you don't get the chance to dress like this that often. Yeah, but and you're I gotta, cold. I gotta, but you're cold. Dude, I got a whole bunch of fly hoodies, <laughs> fly sweaters, fly coats that I can never wear. If so whenever whenever I get a chance to wear it, man, I'm going to wear it. If you have any doubts, like Figgy's 100% Houstonian, he's H-Town, today is the day. Just look on the YouTube channel. Take advantage of this day, man. <laughs> today is the day. Because it's always hot here. <laughs> I like tacos a lot. I like All tacos. kinds of tacos. It doesn't matter what kind. But every once in a while, I got to confess, I think my favorite tacos sometimes are just, you just get the taco kit, you just mix it up, and then you just Are you talking the about the little uh, yes, packet? Yes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. The taco kit, man. There's nothing wrong with that. With that. They're um, good. Man, I had the craft, it yesterday. You get the craft? Uh, I get the... I get the taco kit. I, H-E-B I think, has a good one. Kraft has a good one. No, I like the square, the uh, LA or whatever, the square shells where they're flat. Mm-hmm. Have you seen oh, those? Yeah. yeah, I know which one you're talking about. What an about. invention that is. <laughs> by the way. That's perfect. That might be the best invention in, in recent Set the history. taco straight Man, on the plate. Man, you set them yeah. straight on the plate. You put the taco meat on there after you mix it up and throw the water and the powder yeah. in there. They don't lean over. Put some cheese on yeah. there. You put some onions no, that's, on there. There is nothing put wrong with that. Put some paste picante on there because it's thick and it has that flavor. It gives you like the tomato feel. Just go to town. Taco kit. Got to confess, a lot of good tacos around here. Yeah. 
Sometimes you like just a midweek. Go did you do kit. it last night? Yes, I did. Dude, Tuesday tacos with the kids. Best yes, tacos, or you can make it at home. Well, yes, I did. Forget that. And you're talking, <laughs> and that's me saying that. Like, yeah, no, man, midweek stuff. I'm telling you, man. That's that big taco time. kit gets you. Yeah. Watch this. These are my confessions. It's Wednesday, and I still don't know when or how we're gonna watch. The, uh, I'm gonna watch this game. I mean, I know, figure you got another thing going on, right? Yep, another one. Tell us about it real quick. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go there. I might. I kind of want to cook. It's not going to be too, too cold. I think like high of 50 or something. Maybe I'll go to the the Texans have one over a watch party over at, uh, is it? Downtown. Discovery Green kind of area. Um, I got to figure this out, man. This is a big game. I'm posting up, man. At home? I'm posting up at home. I'm going to do the live stream locker room on YouTube. I'm going to be at Daily Sports Club again. So that was a pretty sweet place. I'm, yeah, it, it, it was super cool, like, man. It was a good place because I could actually focus on the game. Too. Yes, there's a jillion the TVs part. and all Damn. that. Uh, Damn. I want. I, I gotta do. I gotta make a decision here. I would go eat lunch with Figgy there, but I, I don't know. He didn't. I don't know how early he gets there. Daily Sports Club. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to cook. I think. What I'm you trying to get cook. there early? I just maybe get some grub and then come home and then go home know. and watch yeah. the game. Watch the game. This is a big Plus, one, man. You got to. You got to have a. You got to have something good going on. I got to stream, bro. I could get there early. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll come through and eat some lunch, man. They got it. They got it. They got a nice wrap. It's all that. Nice little wrap. Nice yeah, little yeah. Club wrap. It's good stuff. Be down on that. Mm-hmm. Watch this. These are my I feel like Josh Allen has the QB advantage on Sunday. I've said this many times. I, Patrick Mahomes, again, best quarterback of uh, of my lifetime when he's at his best. I, I haven't seen too many uh, better. Haven't seen any better. Uh, but Josh Allen. And that weather at Buffalo with the weapons that he has right now with the balance of throw, run, and what he has to work with, mm-hmm. I think the the Buffalo Bills this week have the quarterback advantage, which is not something I say quite often. I can't hear a damn thing. I don't have any headphones on. I, I don't – I'm not going to argue with you. I just respect Patrick Mahomes so much. And I, I respect thought, him I, fine. And I thought they had I a little something going. But it is in yeah, Buffalo, man. Uh, yeah, but uh, that was nine, eight guys injured for the Dolphins. We'll yeah, see. We'll yeah, see. we'll uh, see. Josh Allen's playing some ball. Eight, right now. seven or eight on defense alone, playing some ball. I want to see what you guys think about this. Uh-oh. So we had no, we got a text this morning, Uh-oh. right after the show started, and it was kind of like was it? I'm switching to music. No, it wasn't that guy. It was, was it, it you just it, lost a listener. It was the exact opposite. Did you see this text, Figgy? Somebody said. That he put us on YouTube on his 85-inch screen at home. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Yeah. About I don't that. know how I feel about yeah. that. <laughs> I got a little 58-inch TV. <laughs> I don't know. And I, uh, I usually watch the show on the, on the TV I, like I, that. It's, I like it's it. Cool. You know, you're getting dressed. 85, though, man. You're getting dressed for work. You that. put us on TV. And us on an 85-inch screen TV? How do you feel about that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't know I really don't know. Man, salute to you, brother. I have no idea. Did He's, he watch Payton and Pendergast too? I don't know. Uh, but it was right I after. Turn on at ten. Uh, it was right after ten. Local talk. It was right after ten when you he said that. With that national stuff. <laughs> Forty-five worth in the eight o'clock hour. Uh, Sean's been rocking that NWO quite often. He's in that NWO phase mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. For life. 
I found a picture of my two sons from a vacation when they were little, and they both had NWO shirts on. Shout out to the NWO. Dude, it You're was either NWO, back then. black and man, white. Man, I wish I had a wrestling shirt when they I was had, a kid. They both man. had one man, on with the red letters. Man, man. I, I got rid of so many wrestling shirts. I'm so pissed off. I had a talking Stone Cold shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? You pushed it. It had like a little thing inside, and it, and it hit the glass. On the shirt? Yeah. It hit the glass, and then and I got rid of it because I was like, man, I've outgrown this. Yeah. It was Damn that! that it was that nice, black man. one. It was a black one. How much kinda, is that going at Thrift Town? Kind of the red fire NWO. Lucky man. to find that again, it, it man. It was pretty man. sweet. It was pretty sweet. It's in the loop. Uh, Sports Radio six ten lunchtime confessions coming up. The two biggest signs that the Ravens can dominate somebody are they really blessings in disguise? Is the luck of the Texans continuing? We'll talk about it next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so the Texans' blessings in disguises. It's, it's been kind of a theme of the season uh, on top of uh, everything that's gone down. Started draft night, C.J. Stroud. Uh, really, you can go back to the, to the Indianapolis game where they would have taken Bryce Young. We wanted them to take Bryce Young. They ended up taking C.J. Stroud, and now people are talking about C.J. Stroud and Tom Brady in the same sentence. We'll hear that in 40 minutes. So that's blessing in disguise number one. Uh, then you had blessing in disguise number two, the, the most significant, the most recent one, in my opinion, was getting beat up on by the Browns without C.J. Stroud in the lineup because you ended up winning the division, you ended up hosting that Brown squad, and you had a clear visual of what a whooping looks like from the defense that you were going to face last Saturday. I think Bobby Slowick took advantage of that, and I think that's why we saw cocky Bobby Slowick last week at the podium. There were two impressive showings by the Baltimore Ravens in the regular season, and, and I would say, like, if the national media types, which pay more attention to the Texans now, uh, if, if the national media types listed the two most impressive regular season wins – I would bet that Baltimore's beatdown in San Francisco on December 25th, the 33-19 beatdown, and Baltimore's beatdown six days later against Miami, the 56-19 beatdown, I would bet that 
both of those games would at least make a cameo in like a top five or top ten list of the most impressive regular season performances. 100%. And I would also bet that those two performances with Lamar Jackson getting the best of Brock Purdy, who threw four interceptions in their matchup, and getting the best of Tua, who threw two interceptions as well, I would say it's also a big reason why Lamar Jackson is the favorite right now, the significant favorite to win MVP of the NFL. And it's also two examples that people probably use when they talk about their healthy fear of the Baltimore Ravens as they take on the Houston Texans. Absolutely. I wonder, though, if much like that Cleveland beatdown, this can be another resource for Bobby Slowick because he's tight with both of the play callers uh, in these games, Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel, and both of those teams run this system. Now, there's also a possibility that maybe Baltimore is just matches up well with his system and they know how to attack it. That's possible, but I think Bobby Slowick is at least using this as a resource and a prime resource of how to and how not to attack that Baltimore defense based on the system that he runs and people that he knows very well. I think he's been on the phone uh, with both both those squads, whether it's McDaniel, uh, whether it's Shanahan, uh, Clint Kubiak is the, the passing game coordinator in San Francisco, something like that where these connections are deep and long. I, I, I Frankly, I, I'd, I'd be surprised if he wasn't on them like right after those games uh, to, to figure it out, even if they didn't have success just to pick their brains. Like, like you're right. I mean, they, they had success against those offenses. But even if they didn't, you're, you're talking to your friends. I mean, they're tight, and you're saying you faced them. You know, what? even if they beat them, you faced them. What did you see? What worked? So I, I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, and, and I, just, I just wonder what, what, Bobby is, uh, what Bobby's feeling, what Bobby's thinking. But I do, I do wonder if the uh, blessing in disguise uh, vibe that we've had here, if it could uh, potentially continue. I said this, I didn't think I would say this, but I said it in the noon hour. I think the Texans have the quarterback advantage in this game. By the way, the line's gone down to eight. It's down to eight now? It's down to eight. So the line started out at nine and a half, went down to nine. The line is down to eight. So it seems like the uh, wise guys are betting on the Texans. So this is this kind of has the Jacksonville feel where starts out at seven and a half, goes down to five-ish. It's, it's already gone down a point and a half. Could could keep going down. The wise guys seem to like the Texans in this situation. That's pretty significant, man. In Baltimore uh, and all that uh, that that they have going. That's that's C.J. Stroud is working. I got I kind of I kind of got a a couple of dark thoughts when you mentioned dark dark. How dark are we going? Pretty dark. You tell me when you said blessings in disguise. I started thinking about other blessings in disguise. Oh dis- Lord, in disguise. Where is this going? Kenyon Green getting hurt was a blessing in disguise. Oh, my. I mean, you want me to lie? Well, I think it's good that he got to step away. Maybe he comes back a better player. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Damian Pierce being not average but bad was a blessing in disguise. And and it sounds like I'm just torturing these guys. I'm just telling you, was it or was it not a, a, a blessing in disguise? Well, I think the coach is being able to recognize. Like, do, do you? But not, was if he was average, is, do, you not, do you not think that this coaching staff that recognized Damian Pierce was not performing well? Do you think that they would have? Do you think they needed a blessing in this, like that type of blessing in disguise? Well, because, they were pretty hard headed with him, man. But that was in camp. 
No, during the regular season, they kept, we kept thinking. I'm oh. talking about with uh, with. Uh, do you think eventually they would have benched Kenyon Green the way they? Oh, did that Damon I thought you were talking about Damon Pierce. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, probably. Because I trust the coaching staff to where I don't know that they need as many blessings in disguise. And this is the the money shot. Okay, Val Venus. <laughs> Titus Howard getting hurt was a blessing in disguise. Props to him for getting his money. Yes. So you think the offensive line would have been worse with Titus Howard? Yes. Yes. I, I'm i going into this game thinking I'm not worried about the offensive line. And you Fam- it might be famous right last, tackle. It might be famous last It might be, though. for sure. I think the Titus Howard extension is going to be the, the Casario's biggest recent mistake. And yeah. when you look at where the money, you know, the Grenard decision, the the Nico decision, I, I do think that that will be yeah. – I, I don't think he's an elite right tackle. Yeah. No, I, I – And he was a terrible guard. I mean, he's not as good as what they got right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Juice Scruggs is 100 times better than Titus Howard. And and Fant is would better – Would they have Titus Howard? And Fant, or would he maybe. Right tackle? I don't know if Juice would have even gotten the chance. Would they have left Titus Howard in there? Or would they have tried to put Juice at center? Yeah. I don't – well, no. I mean – because you were having success with Dieter. Like, this is dark, and I'm sorry, but, like, those three things are blessings no, I don't in disguise. Know how t- I don't know what Titus looks like next year. Like, some people will mm-hmm. say, because if, let, let's be honest, like, the, the most vocal, like, the most vocal, like, portion of the fan base, there's people, one retweet from Titus Howard, and all of a sudden you're you're preaching for him <laughs> to get an extension. Want some tickets? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't I don't know how, like, if, if we're getting ahead of ourselves, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how good he's going to be at right tackle. But I will say this, like, it's not even close mm-hmm. how much better Juice Scruggs is at guard than he was. Like, I, it's not even close. I don't know what they would have done, though. Yeah. Now, do they put Juice at center and Juice does his thing? I don't know. But as far as, like, the quality of player at guard, Juice Scruggs runs circles yeah. around Titus Howard. I I, I think But those some would say be- he should have been at tackle the whole time. Uh, well, they did. You know, they, they, they wanted they, – oh, you're talking about Titus Howard. Yeah. Fans better. I mean, look, I'm not wishing ill on these guys. I'm just telling you what it is. Like, like I hope Titus Howard. Comes the Damian to- Pierce thing, though, I think that I think the coaches deserve more credit than a blessing in disguise because they recognized it. But here's the thing with Damian Pierce: they had to be beaten over the head with Devin Singletary having good games before they finally made the switch for good. Like it was what week ten, week eleven, and Damian Pierce was still splitting carries. Uh, but to their credit, ultimately they said, you know what, let's just go ahead and run Devin Singletary. Uh, but if da- if Damian Pierce was just like average, I think that he would still be either the number one back or splitting carries. But he was well below average. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know some people might have had an issue with that. Um, but – those three things are blessings in disguise. The 832 says, look at Titus' stats at right tackle. He's elite and top eight at his position. Okay. I don't know what you're watching. I mean, I Laramie Tunsil told us not to take – if you're going PFF, Laramie Tunsil told us not to not – to, he himself told us don't don't take PFF serious. No. I don't know what is that what the stats say? I, I don't know where that's from. I, I just if, – if he was elite at right tackle, to me, he would have played right tackle, especially with how bad he was at guard. Yeah. 
Yeah. If he were elite, then then there would. You be ain't that. moving the elite player inside if he's elite where he's especially yeah. if he's not good inside. Yeah, that's a good point, Figgy. Why were... Thompson ain't play uh, <laughs> guard? The Texans have a lot more stats than we do. Yeah, if they had, a, <laughs> if they had an elite RT, they got a lot more. They could have figured that gonna, out. He's gonna stay right there. <laughs> yeah. They got stats from practice. You ain't moving. They got stats from places we didn't even know existed. I, I don't know what the stats are. Yeah, I, I wish I wish you would give them that. But I, Larry Tunsil told us on this airwaves. You know, take PFF with a grain of salt. I'll, I'll listen to him on that. Yeah. Because I don't – I look at it, and there's some guys who grade really well, but yeah, I, I don't see that. I, I think another uh, blessing in disguise, if you want to go way back to when this all started. The CJ one's the obvious one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you mentioned that one. Um, I mean, that, that was just incredible. That That's going to lead to all kinds of great things in this city. But in terms of just this season um, – absolute blessing in disguise with those three guys and then nick casario uh espn just called uh, the texans the number one draft class of the year i think the brandon cooks trade was a, a trade request there you go in maybe the deshaun even ended yeah. up being there you go mm-hmm. they've gotten a lot of luck man they didn't luck into D'Amico though i don't care what Stephen a says no no way that damn sure wasn't luck that was set up success all that type of stuff mm-hmm We'll see how it goes, though, man. Yeah. Titus Howard. Man, he was bad at guard. He's bad. He was bad. Hopefully, he's really good at tackle. I mean, they're paying him like he is, so uh, we shall see. Keep an eye on that. Well, we got a long way to go before we start talking about next season, uh, but it is going to be interesting uh, how they play this thing at offensive line. Like, Juice Scruggs is just going to be – he's going to be a stalwart. He's going to be going to be. Is he going to be a center? I don't know. He's going to be center or guard. coming back. Yeah. Kenyon's getting his mind right. I saw him the other day. He walked by oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah, going to the locker room. Looked good, man. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's been doing some good, some working out. Good. Yeah, he looked good. We'll see. Look ready to go. Great. We can say that for training camp, then. Because <laughs> we always say that in training camp. Oh, you look like he cut up now. Yeah. He even gained some weight. Who said that? <laughs> not him. No, we always say that. Though. About, about him? Players, no, mean. not him. Just yeah. in general. Yeah, damn sure didn't say that about him. <laughs> no. No, nah, we didn't say that about him. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely didn't say that. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Remember when he looked like real good in the off season, and then he shows up at camp? Like, what happened? Like, like, <laughs> what? Like, we're like in the. No, I seen him at the D'Amico presser. No, but and I was yeah. just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in the summertime, somebody showed had a picture of him, and we're like, look yeah. at. Oh Kenya. yeah, he was they like at the car dealership or something. Kenya, they look little. And then he comes shows up camp. He's got like rolls He's going the only on. Person that went from after to before pictures. Yeah. <laughs> in the off season, <laughs> he did. Meanwhile, Derek Stingley's getting all this praise from D'Amico Ryan. It's be interesting to see how he's used. Coming up, LJ versus CJ. Uh, and all the stuff going on around the NFL. You do not want to miss this. So much localized action going on in the league as we head toward the divisional round. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.